Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Hey there. Before I start today's podcast, what I realized after I recorded it was that it might be really handy for you to have a little cheat sheet with the three strategies that I'm going to give you and the questions that I asked. So I created that for you and you'll find it in the notes below in your podcast app. Or if you head over to kathyarcher.com podcast 15, you will find it there as well. And it will walk you through all of the questions so that you don't have to take a ton of notes while you're listening now but that you have the ability to use the tools to your advantage to help you be a better leader and enjoy impactful leadership. Now we'll transition into this week's podcast episode. Do you dislike journaling? And yet, does that word keep coming up as you develop and grow as a leader? Do people keep saying, you need to journal, you need to journal, you need to journal? And you're like, but I'm not a journaler. Today, I'm going to give you three strategies or three alternatives to journaling to help you be a more competent, confident, and composed leader. I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. If you want to enjoy impactful leadership, part of that journey is doing some inner work, some introspection, some self-reflection. And yet, some of you don't like to journal, and that's okay. Not everybody's a journaler. Yet, It's a really powerful way to get into what's going on inside of you so that you can manage what's going on inside of you. I teach you about emotional intelligence, which is both recognizing and managing your emotions. And part of that is looking inside and going, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling that? What do I need to do to manage that? In this week's podcast, I talked to Elizabeth Bishop about her approach to conscious, confident leadership. And one of the things that she talks about a lot, and the link to the podcast is in the notes, it's episode 14 of the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One of the things that she talks about is how important it is to do some self-reflective practice. And the thing is, some of us are like, but I'm not a journaler. It's like, dear diary. And we're like, heck no, not me. It does not have to be that way. And it's always interesting when I work with some of my clients inside of the training library and my coaching clients around getting them to look inside and they're like, oh, that wasn't so hard in terms of I didn't have to write Dear Diary. No, there are other alternatives to get you to look inside. And we're going to talk about three of those today. If you want to learn more about why this is so important, how it helps you be composed, how it helps you be a more effective leader, hop on over and listen to the interview I did with Elizabeth in the podcast, because she really goes deeper and she really talks about how doing this self-reflective practice helped her be professionally vulnerable with her employees, helped her develop that level of confidence to do some things that, you know, were a little bit difficult in her career, how it helped her move and advance through different positions and different roles, as well as teach uh, individuals in the helping and sort of social service sector. So again, head on over to the Surviving to Thriving podcast, episode number 14, to listen to that. So you want to know how to journal without journaling? Here's three ways. The first way is to answer a question. We sometimes think we need to journal, or we've been told we need to journal, 
because we're in the middle of a dilemma or a problem or something's challenging us and we don't know how to deal with it or we don't know why we're reacting this way. So one of the things you can do is ask yourself a question and you can write this at the top of the piece of paper and then answer it. You can type it, you can write it, you can ask yourself and talk yourself through it as you're driving. Nobody in the other vehicle needs to know that you're talking to yourself. By asking yourself a question, automatically your brain wants to answer it. What I want you to think about is, is not just the first answer, but a series of answers. I'll give you a couple questions to start, but you may find that once you've answered that first question, it leads you to another question. So I've got three questions for you. What strength can I leverage here? So if you have a challenge, I'm dealing with this with this employee, and you ask yourself, what strength can I leverage here? You can start looking inside saying, well, what are my strengths? And then you can list your strengths. And then you can say, well, which one of those applies here? Or you could use that question to say, which of the employee's strengths could I leverage here? So that's question number one. What would the ideal outcome be? Often we're, we're head down stuck in the weeds. And we sometimes forget that when we focus here, it's hard to see the end point. What would the ideal outcome be? Helps us look into the future. And then we can create the experience that we want for both of us. And please don't stop at the first answer, which is, if she would just cooperate. That's not the, the outcome that we desire. The outcome that we desire is more like we would deepen our relationship. We would both have a better understanding of each other. We would be able to work together in the future on other challenging things that we face. That's what we're looking for. And then you could go back to that first question and say, what strength can I leverage here? So what strength can I leverage here? What would the ideal outcome be? And how can I reframe this? We're often looking at it from one perspective, and it's important to recognize that that is only one perspective. What's another way of seeing it? What's another way of seeing it? What's another way of seeing it? And when you can start to see it from different perspectives, different angles, different viewpoints, it opens up more options for how you're going to deal with it or what possibilities there are for dealing with it. So those are three questions you can answer. Write them at the top of your page and then answer them or ask yourself and then answer them while you're, you know, jogging on the treadmill, running outside, making supper, whatever. Because actually talking out loud to yourself is an amazing way to go inside and do some of that self-reflective work. So that's one alternative to journaling. Another alternative to journaling is to make a plan. And this requires pre-work. And this is where often we miss this step because we dive into whatever challenge issue we're faced with without preparing for it. Creating a plan allows you to go a little bit deeper. And when you create that plan, there are three things that you need to make sure. One is that it's about you, not what the other person is going to do, but what you're going to do and perhaps how you're going to do that. So I'm going to maintain my cool. Great. But when you get triggered in that meeting, it's going to be really hard to maintain your cool if you don't have a plan ahead of time. And so that plan might be taking a deep breath. It might be rubbing your fingers together to kind of just take yourself out of the situation for half a second and bring yourself back to the present. Because what's often happening is our brains have taken us way over there about how horrible this is and what's going to happen and, blah, 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 blah. and we're racing way, way, way down the road. And we need to bring ourselves back present. And that helps us maintain that composure. So the plan involves what it is that you're going to do. 
the practical strategy of how you're going to do that. Again, maintain your cool is about you, but it's not practical. There needs to be something tangible that you can do when you're in that situation. Then the third thing is that it's personal, practical, and provable is that, you, that you're giving it a time frame. So I've done this by when. Because sometimes we'll be like, yeah, someday I'll do that. Okay, but that's not going to change your life. It's not going to change your leadership. There has to be a timeline attached to that. The shorter, the better. Those of you in the training library who've done the Willpower Essentials course know that short, teeny tiny timelines are going to help us have the courage, the will to stay, do the things that we need to do, rather than the long range goals that kind of seems far away. It needs to be really doable today, preferably within the next day or two is okay. But the shorter the time frame, the better. So the first alternative to journaling is to answer a question. The second alternative to journaling is to do some pre-work by creating your plan. And by writing down your plan about what your role is in it, what's the practical step and when you're going to do that by, that's going to help you prepare and have done some of that inner work looking at what might get in the way to do that. The third alternative to journaling is to write yourself a memo. I know this sounds a little bit weird, but it's like giving yourself advice. And so imagine if you were that employee and you were telling them what to do. Who tells you what to do? Often in leadership, we lack mentors or guides or coaches or supports. And we're like, okay, well, if somebody would just tell me what to do. The truth is, in a lot of situations, you already know what to do. Or you have a good idea or you know where to start or you know where to go for, for help. And so by writing yourself a memo, it kind of brings that out. And so it's another way to sort of trick your brain into going inside and accessing some of that inner wisdom. That's what the self-reflective work is all about. When I talk about doing the inner work, and there's a lot of this kind of stuff inside the training library. There are worksheets upon worksheets upon, you know, just every time I do a webinar, you've always got a, a question or a table or a chart or something to fill out. And that's because we have to make it actionable and real to us. That's what the inner work. It's great to say, have a courageous conversation. And it's great to learn all the theory about how to have a courageous conversation. But if you don't look inside and go, why am I still avoiding that conversation? Why don't I feel so courageous, even though I have the training behind me? So again, we look at, you've got the competence, I've got the training, but I'm lacking the courage. Why am I lacking the courage to head down the hall, pick up the phone, have that conversation? And if you don't stop and explore that by doing some self-reflective work, some inner work, some journaling, or some of these alternatives to journaling, you're never going to get to the point where you have the courage to go have that conversation. And then years down the road, have the confidence to have more of those conversations all the time. If you don't stop now and do this introspection work. So journaling is one way to do this work, to, to come inside and figure out what's going on, what your values are, what your morals ethics are, why you're struggling to follow them, what's happening when other people don't respect your values, your ethics, and why you get triggered. All of that kind of stuff requires you to do the introspective work. Journaling is one alternative, and these are three others. So answer a question, write down a question at the top, answer that, do the pre-work by just creating a plan. This is what I'm gonna say, this is how I'm gonna say it, this is what's gonna help me stay on track. Do some of that pre-prep and then write yourself a memo. 
by giving yourself some advice, you'll access that inner wisdom that you need to do to be more effective, to be in control, to feel competent, confident, and capable in your role as a leader. Don't forget to head over to kathyarcher.com slash podcast 15 to grab the download, which is all of these questions and a little quick cheat sheet for you so that you can use these tools to help you enjoy impactful leadership. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.